like all these amazing things. And it's like, holy shit, this works. And it all starts with knowledge. When you start to learn about this stuff, it is impossible not to start taking action on it. If you're lost, feeling low, if it feels like you've got nowhere to go, take a breath, look and see that there's still so much that you can be. If you need, I'm around, we will Turn it around. Welcome to the Captivating Creatives Podcast. This is a podcast for an actor, singer, dancer, creative artist of any kind. We'll be taking one deep, deep stage dive into personal development for creatives with interviews, intention setting, getting yourself motivated, and so much more. Ready? Go. What is up, my beautiful people? Wow, do I have an episode for you guys today. I posted a few days ago on the Schminstagram, and I said that I was really wanting to do an episode about money and what people thought about that. Would they want a money mindset? Would they want money tacticals? All that kind of stuff. And overwhelming amounts of people said, I want some tactical info on the moolah. So here we go. We're about to do a completely... Not sexy, let's talk about how to get your shit together when it comes to money. Blanket statement. I am not Warren Buffett. I am not an investor or financial advisor or even a money coach. However, I am someone who recently started dipping her toe into this. And by dipping my toe, I mean I plunged into the deep end. And so I want to relay some of this basic 101 information to you guys that started to get me curious, started to get me confident, and started to get me on the right moolah track. Why on earth do I have anything to say on this episode, I'm going to tell you guys first and foremost, I am not someone who has ever, until very, very recently, felt good about my finances. I have always been what we call an avoider. And here's what I mean by that. When it came to money, I pretended like it did not exist. I had my cards, I had my um, shopping sprees, I had my rent, I did all that kind of stuff. I never looked at my bank account if I could help it. I would go out to dinner with my friends, I would go out to dinner with my boyfriend, I'd get the couch or whatever, and I would always just assume, you know, money's there, it's fine, I think my bank account's okay, I don't want to look at it, I'm too scared. I don't want to know what that looks like in there. It was like a deep, dark hole of a mountain that cracked open and hell spurted out, but I didn't want to look at that. That is the weirdest analogy I've ever used. But you guys see my point. It was something that was so foreign to me that I wanted to pretend like I had nothing to know about, and yet... I would still spend money. And then every once in a while when I quote unquote had to look at my bank account, I would have meltdowns and not cute meltdowns. I'm talking boxes of tissues thrown. I'm on the floor. I'm huddled over. I'm crying about why money's not there for me. And so after years and years and years and years of doing this, I finally... Actually, I'm going to tell you, it was not even started by me. This was months and months ago. My 
I had been in this in the personal development world, a lot of what they talk about is health and money. These are two big, big pillars because let's be real, financial freedom, pretty dope. A lot of people like it, and for some reason, it's catching on, shockingly. And also health, your vitality, your um, legacy, and all that kind of stuff. If you don't have the health to back it up, you're not going to be able to be here to continue on what you're giving into this world. So those are the two big pillars of this industry with um, personal development. And so when you're listening to personal development as much as I do and absorbing it, it's impossible not to start thinking about money. And I mean money in the future. I'm talking about the sexy topics about money like investing and um, the stock market and your 401 Roth IRA case, whatever. And like all this stuff that I was just like, uh, I think I have my credit card and I think it's okay. Like, I mean, literally. And so finally, I sat down with my boyfriend one day and he was leading the conversation about he, how he really wanted to get to know this world. He was really wanting to start to learn about investing and stuff like that. First and foremost, there is nothing sexier than your partner sitting across from you on the couch talking about a future and financial security. Mm, shouts to him. He's amazing. But it really got me thinking. I don't know jack shit on this. I don't know anything about this topic. And instead of saying, well, I don't know anything about this topic and it scares the living crap out of me, I'm going to be hands off for as long as humanly possible, Ayo. instead of doing that lovely thing, I decided to practice what I preach, whip out the Google, and figure it the fuck out. And what I found was astonishing. Astonishing. Literally, I was like, how are they not teaching this? How is this not taught everywhere? And I started to go into the work. I started thinking of every single resource that I had when it came to money. It was not a long list because there front and center was my mom, who is a brilliant mind when it comes to investing the stock market and all that kind of stuff. So her and I sat down. We had a meeting as soon as possible because I love taking massive action. And we sat down for hours and talked about financial plans. We start. We started to talk about like a step-by-step process. What should I do first? What are my next action steps? What's my long-term goals? All this kind of stuff. And oh my God, it's so helpful. I started reading the books that I've been hearing about for years, like Millionaire Mindset and Anything and Everything by David Bach and Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And I started really absorbing this information from all around. And you guys, I've been doing this for a few months now. My credit cards are almost paid off, like very close, within the next month or so. I'm starting to get my investing account up and running, like my like all these amazing things. And it's like, holy shit, this works. And it all starts with knowledge. When you start to learn about this stuff, it is impossible not to start taking action on it. Now, here's the deal. In this episode, I'm not going to talk to you about investment accounts because to be honest, I am still figuring that stuff out. What I am going to talk to you about, though, is budgeting and how to dip your toe into this topic because after I posted that, I had numerous people reach out to me saying, oh my God, I have no idea how to budget. Please, please, please help. Like, um... I'm so excited about this episode, yada, yada, yada. So for those people who maybe are avoiders just like I was when it comes to 
money and not knowing what's in your bank account and pretending like it doesn't exist. Or there's the other one, which is what I call the strangler. And that is every single ounce of penny income that you have in your bank account, you are strangling. You are desperately holding onto to the point where money is just like, dude, this is a lot of pressure. I don't feel so great. Bye. And you're like, why am I not making money? Why is it not sticking around for me? Yes, I am going to get a little woo-woo. I'm going to get a little bit of energetic, but we're going to do a lot of tactics, guys. So first things first, I broke this down into three different sections. One, where the heck are you now? Two, what's your goals and where do you want to go? And three, some in-betweener tips and tricks. Let's dive in because holy crap, have we got a lot to talk about today. You know what the best way to get to know your your sweet little relationship with money and to get to know that little sweet coy lady that is the dollar dollar bills, y'all. You know what the easiest way to do that is? Is to look at your freaking bank statements. Oh yes, sexy talk coming at ya. What I want you to do is carve aside the better part of an afternoon. Yes, you you with the crazy busy schedule, with no time to yourself, yada yada, you can carve out three hours, two or three hours for the rest of your life and for you to calm the fuck down about money. You managed to do it with those friends of yours with some happy hour. You can do this with your freaking finances. Make a date, set it up, stick to it. Carve out two or three hours of your day to print out your bank statements and get out some beautiful highlighters and highlight the shit out of them. And I'm talking about color coding. Mmm, yeah, we love some color coding. Where are my type A humans at? I want you guys to color code into utilities, rent, the necessary things, play, aka restaurants, drinks with friends, um, that thing that you bought that you really don't need, but you convinced yourself in the moment that you did, and then education. I am not talking repeating. I am not talking about your student loans. Don't you dare highlight your student loans this color. Student loans go under utilities and rent and bills. That is just part of it. Enjoy. This is what I'm talking about with education. I'm talking about furthering your education, whether you're taking lessons, whether you're working with a coach, whether you're um, going to a seminar, if you're investing in a monthly subscription to a better help thing, I don't or therapy, stuff like that, that is going to go in this section. And break it down into as many sections as you want, but at least those three. Ed, or education, furthering your education right now, bills, that's utilities, rent, groceries, all that good stuff, and play. Then sit back and look at it, get a calculator, carve some numbers. I want you guys to do this with at least three months. I did it with three, and let me tell you, it was shocking. So after you've done that, look at those numbers. Does that vibe with you? Looking at your income, does that vibe with your income? My guess is that if you're one of those people who reached out to me or if you're someone who listening who is listening to this episode, odds are it wasn't quite vibing. So then after that, I want you guys to for one week, just one week, if you're an extra credit human or if you're Hermione Granger listening out there, do it for a month. 
there's no God, there's nothing more eye opening than tracking your spending for a whole month. And I'm talking about every freaking dollar. I'm going to be honest with you guys. I did this for a few days and then I forgot about it. Don't be me. Don't forget about it. I'm still planning on doing this. This is actually coming up very, very soon for me, is doing a whole week, if not a whole month of tracking of my spending. I mean down to the gum packet that you bought while you're heading off to the train that you're going to also track every single dollar that you spend, whether it's cash, whether it's debit, whether it's credit, track it. Every single dollar that you spend and see where that money is going. Even if it's a subscription, even if it's like a lift where you're not physically entering your um, your card, do it. Track it. So, there is, so after this, your head's probably spinning and you might be saying things to yourself like, what was I thinking? Oh my God, I can't spend this much money, blah, blah, blah. Before you do that and before you go into freak out zone, this is not forever. Let me tell you why this is important. Because the reason you're an avoider or the reason you're so terrified of your bank account is because you don't know what the hell's going on in there. The way to kill a fear or avoidance or laziness, if you guys are procrastinating this, which BT dubs, all of that, all three of those, they just reside in fear. The easiest way to combat that is knowledge and awareness. If you become aware of something, if you become aware of the ins and outs and the inner workings of everything, you will not be scared of it anymore, period. That's just how our brains work. Our brain really likes to fear the unknown. And if you are fearing your bank account, odds are you probably don't know what's going on in there. So what we're doing here is becoming so incredibly familiar with what's going on in that sweet, sweet account of yours. Maybe multiple accounts, depends on who you are. But after we've become extremely familiar, we've been dating her for a while, we feel really comfortable taking it home to our parents, all that kind of stuff. Once you feel super comfortable with that first part of where you are right now, we go on to part number two. What's your goals? What's your money goals? Maybe I had a, um, I had a coach who I was listening to her podcast. She's all about um, entrepreneur wealth and all the stuff specifically with women. She's amazing. Check her out. She's at Wealth Coach Alyssa at Instagram. Love her. Um, she talks about writing down five goals that you have around money. Is it paying off all your credit cards? Is it paying off your student loans? Is it having X amount in your investment account? Is it having X amount in your savings account? What does that look like? Pick one. Let me repeat that. Write five, pick one. Not the one that's the most easy. <clears throat> Not the one that's the most easy. Pick the one that's the most compelling. Which one resonates with you? Which one do you look at and you say, oh my God, if I just do that, wow, I'll feel so good about my finances. Which one? For the example of this, we're going to use credit card debt. I think a lot of us can definitely resonate with it. So once you've looked at that, set an end date, an end date to when you want to have it completely paid off, make it realistic, but set an end date and then figure out how much money you need to pay towards it every single week, month, however often you want to pay towards it until you hit that goal. If this episode is resonating with you, you might be a great fit for my one-on-one coaching program. 
I help people like you get rid of your limiting beliefs, get out of your comfort zone, and start achieving your dreams. If you'd like more information about my program, you can email me at hello at lifecoachbaker.com to book your free discovery call. Link to my email is in the description. Now, back to the episode. And then, stick to it. Oh my God, what a thought. Stick to it. Have that money aside. And since you're so incredibly familiar with your finances already, because you did the bank statements, you did the week of tracking all of your spending, you know where that money can come out of. You know if that money can come out of going out with your friends. You know if that money can come out of that subscription to that one website that you never really use anymore, and so it's just kind of sitting there eating all your money. Maybe you don't watch Hulu anymore. Take it out of Hulu. You guys feel what I'm saying. But since you're so incredibly used to and aware of your finances already, you can figure out how much to pay off of your credit cards. And last but not least, let's talk about some tips and tricks. I want to pause real quick right here because a lot of you might be thinking or saying to yourself, I know this stuff already or, oh, this isn't rocket science. This is so easy. I was wanting a little magical pill that I would take and then all my money would be perfectly fine and I'd be good. No, that's not how life works. You're going to have to put in a little bit of the work. You're going to have to get your hands dirty. You're going to have to dive into some really uncomfortable stuff like looking at your bank statements, but the reward holy shit, is so amazing. So stop using those little excuses like, I don't have the time, or I don't want to do it today, or oh, it scares me. If it is scaring you right now, imagine how much it's going to be scaring you in 20 years when you haven't addressed this. There's, for whatever reason, this stuff is not taught to us early. And I'm still trying to figure that out. Maybe I'll solve that problem one day. I'm ambitious. But It's never too late to learn this stuff, ever. I feel like I'm learning this so late, but it's not. I'm learning it at the perfect time, which is right now, and I'm implementing it in real time. And the reason I'm so passionate about this subject is because I look at the stuff it's doing for me right now. I feel the ease it's giving me, and I feel the like, whoa, I'm actually learning about this, and I feel really comfortable, and I don't fear my bank account anymore. That is payoff alone is worth the amount of time and energy I have spent researching and doing this work. Let me tell you. So don't think that you're going to just find some magical pill or just pay someone upteenth crazy amounts of dollars to figure this the fuck out for you. You're a boss ass bitch. You can do this yourself. You're amazing. Stop telling yourself that this isn't worth it because it is. So With all this in mind, let's talk about some tips, some tricks that'll get you through to this and that'll make this life easier. I want to first address some questions that I got that I opened up to some people because I think this really goes along well with it. So someone asked me, they said, how do I have willpower and impulse control? (laughs) I love this question because it is so freaking true. There's a while when whenever I would buy something, it was the easiest thing in the world. You know, like on Amazon where you don't have to input your card information. It's just there. Like it's it's two clicks and then you've got it. I started getting willpower when I started learning this stuff. 
when you dive into this knowledge, when you really start to implement this stuff, and when you start to take it in on all levels, like I said earlier, I was reading books, I was listening to podcasts, I was really starting to envelop and learn this information on a wider scale. When I started to do that, my willpower to buy frivolous things went, that was it dying. It went bye-bye. All of that because I started looking at it as like, wait, no, is this going to go towards my credit card or is this going to go towards a $5 coffee? I will tell you guys this right now. I have not spent money out on coffee since I started this journey. That was months ago. Months ago. But I stopped spending money on things that were just instant gratifications like coffee or like um, food out and about. I really started um, cooking food at home or packing lunches or taking snacks. They started getting really, really smart about the amount of money I was spending on things that were just like mindless or instant gratifications. Now here's the deal. I'm not saying you can never go out to eat or anything like that. I'm just saying if you're spending $200 on going out to eat and that means like DoorDash, um, Postmates, happy hour with your friends a week. If you're spending that much a week and you look at that and you're like, whoa, I could be spending that on my credit cards or whoa, I could be spending that on my savings account. All those big, big things that are like, you know, adulting and important. If that is more worth it to you, here's the kicker. Ask yourself why. Why is it more important to you to put that money into savings and put that money towards a credit card payoff and stuff like that? What will that provide for you? And if you still have zero willpower after really getting in touch with your purpose behind trying to get a money journey started, oh buddy, call me because let's do some coaching one-on-one. But um, I'm serious. You've got to get really in touch with your why. Why is this really important? Because if you don't have any in- any idea of what's going on in your head when you're spending stuff is it if it's just instant gratification after instant gratification you're never going to get control of this you have to start implementing and learning and becoming aware of what's going on inside your wallet and inside your head i also got asked how do i not develop a fear of spending money when i'm scared of spending money <laughs> let me let me say that again how do i not develop a fear of spending money when i'm scared of spending money That all boils down to the very first part of this, and that is becoming freaking aware of what's going on in your bank account. The reason you're so scared of spending money is because you have no idea what's going on in your bank account. You guys, again, little side note, I am not an investment broker. I am not a financial advisor. I am not a money coach. I'm just someone who has started to absorb this stuff on every level, and I'm speaking it solely from my experience and the experience that I have of reading these books and listening to these podcasts. But seriously, when you start to learn this stuff, you start, your money blueprint will change. Your fear of money will become very different because it won't be a fear anymore. It'll be an awareness of money and it'll be really cool. Like you guys, money isn't this like scary thing that's just like hoodoo voodoo dementor off into the distance that's trying to eat you and die. Like my metaphors are all over the place today, but yeah, I feel I hope you guys see what I mean. Money isn't this mystical thing that's sometimes here, sometimes not, vanishes. Ooh, like money is a tactical thing. It is numbers, it is quantitative. Learn the freaking 
math of it, learn where you're spending, look what, look at your subscriptions, look at your automatic payments, look at all these things so that money doesn't just, ooh, vanish. Ooh, where'd it go? I don't know. Oh, it's like a fairy. Bye. Like, I'm serious. If you start to really look at the numbers and stuff like that, that fear will go away because you'll know exactly how much is in and out of your account based on what you're spending. I want to put a little side note here. I'm not against credit cards. What I am against, though, is thinking of credit cards as free money because (laughs) that's not true. That is not what credit cards are. I have spent so much. I did not know what interest payments were on credit cards for so long, and I am embarrassed when I found out how much I was spending embarrassed in how much the bank was taking away from me in interest alone. After learning that, my my goal, one of my five goals was paying off my credit cards. It jumped up to number one because I realized that that was just, it's, it's, it's necessary to get those down. It's, I like to think it my, of my credit cards as just other debit cards that actually give me points for things. That's all I think of my credit cards as. I will never put a crazy amount on my credit card that I do not know that I can pay back. Seriously, I'm really, really adamant about about that now. And honestly, it has changed the way I view everything around my credit cards and my bank statements. Also, if you're someone who knows that if they have a credit card in their back pocket and they know that they will have zero willpower when it comes to going out and they'll put money on it that they don't have or stuff like that, I'll tell you this, leave the credit card at home. Or put a sticky note, if you need to have it for emergency reasons, put not, okay, pause. Emergency reasons like your foot got cut off and you need to pay a hospital. Not emergency reasons like, I love that dress, I need it now. Put a sticky note around it that says, do not touch or something really compelling to you. Maybe it's along with your why. Maybe it's your why statement of why you need to save money. Um, Something like, remember that house in Tahiti. I don't know, whatever. But like, Put something around it that'll be a habit pattern interruption, and then you'll just put your credit card back. You won't use it. Seriously, guys, if you just put a pattern interrupt, because if you're spending money frivolous, blah, 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 if you're spending money frivolously and you don't know what's going on in your bank account, the only reason is because you're in a habitual pattern. Your habitual pattern needs to be interrupted because uh, we've talked about this before, but remember, Trigger, action, reward. It's no different with spending money if it's a habit. The trigger is, oh, I need to pay for this because I need it right now. Action, reaching for your credit card, swiping it, saying, ooh, yay, points, or whatever. And three, reward, you get the thing, you get the food, you get the dress, whatever it is, but trigger, action, reward. If you have a post-it note or something that is going to be a pattern interrupt, you're going to have the trigger Triggers never change, guys. You're going to have the trigger of, okay, oh, I need this now. Your action of starting to reach for your wallet, pulling out your credit card. Oh, the sticky note says don't. Oh, that's right. I really want that house in Tahiti someday. I really want to have money saved away from my family. I really want to be a multi-billionaire by the time I retire. That's right. Put it away. It's all about that pattern interrupt, guys. I'm going to close with this. And this has been my new favorite tactic, and I cannot stress this enough for you. And that is put an alarm or a reminder that repeats every single day, 
every single day, no exceptions, Saturday and Sunday still count, every single day, that is a reminder to look at your bank account and be grateful. I'm going to throw in a little bit of mindset stuff, guys, because A, looking at your bank account every single day, it keeps up with that awareness. It keeps it not scary. (laughs) When I started doing this, like the first few times I like see the reminder pop up, I was like, oh God, I don't want to look at it. I looked at it. and Oh, oh, it's not that scary. Oh, you know, it's not as high as I'd like it to be, but you know what? You're just some numbers. You don't own me bank account. And I started looking at it every single day. I'd think of millions of things, not millions, but I think of definitely a few things that I was grateful for around that money that was in my account. This is the important part, guys, an attitude of gratitude, very important when it comes to money. And it started to rewrite my blueprint around looking at my bank account and thinking about money. I no longer think, and literally, this is just a few months of doing this. I can't wait to see it after a few years. But I started doing this because I knew that every time I looked at my bank account, I would hold my breath and I'd be so afraid. But I'd get that little reminder and then I'd go look at it. Then I realized that I own money. Money does not own me. And I tell you this here and now, I don't know if anything in my life will ever be more valuable than that lesson right there because so much changed when that started to sink in. So... All of this being said, let's do a quick recap. One, get to know where you are. This looks like getting your bank statements out, doing the one week where you log everything. Get really familiar with where you are right now as a spender of money. Two, get a goal. Get a money goal. Get something and put a date to it and start working towards it. Figure it out. Do the math. Do the work that takes a few hours, but holy crap, it's so worth it. And since you've already done the awareness factor, you've already known exactly where money, where you're spending money, you know exactly where you can lower the amount that you spend and put it towards that goal instead. And then last but not least, money does not own you. It does not have to be scary. It's just some numbers. But if you learn this stuff, if you become aware of it, if you start to really dive into the knowledge of it, holy crap. It's, a, it's honestly like a whole different language that I feel like I'm finally starting to crack the code. So I cannot recommend doing your research, getting out the Google, getting out the Scribd account or the Audible account or buying some books, whatever, or PDFing some books. There's so much free stuff on the internet, guys. But seriously, find your resources. Use Uncle Mike who happens to be an investor. Maybe he's a retired investor, but talk to people who know this stuff. And start to get curious because holy, holy moly, there's a lot to learn. And it's really cool once you start to get into it. And last but not least, it's not going to be sexy. Period. But holy crap, is it worth it. If you resonated with this episode, if you learned something new with this episode, or if you're starting to actually look at your calendar and figuring out when you can set time aside to do those bank statements, please let me no, post it on social, tag me. I love to see those tags, guys. It makes me so happy. Also, if you like me or if you like this episode, if you vibe with what I'm saying, if you really like that this is something that you have for free, go ahead, rate this podcast five stars, write a little review, and 
I cannot tell you how amazingly grateful I am for you guys if you do that. It helps me go up the charts. It helps this word get out a little bit more, and it's so freaking awesome. Again, last but not least, if you guys have any questions, always feel free to DM me at LifeCoachBaker on Instagram. I will be happy to always answer any questions you guys have about episodes or about future episodes. Let me know. I like to hear from you guys, even if it's just a hi. But I'll talk to you guys soon. I hope you got some juicy nuggets out of today. And you're amazing. Now go get some financial flipping knowledge, guys, because you got it. You guys, thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you liked this episode, share it with a friend, share it on social, scream it from the mountaintops, Raider five stars, whatever floats your boat, but it really does help get the word out there. Also, if you're wanting more daily mindset tips, follow me on Instagram at LifeCoachBaker and join the Facebook group Captivating Creatives where we do a bunch of worksheets, live trainings, all for free. Also, Major shout out to Cooper Baldwin, who wrote, composed, mixed everything a human can do for music for this show. Check him out at cooperbaldwinmusic.com. Thanks, Cooper. You're amazing. You guys have a beautiful day, and I'll talk to you soon.